Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You know what? Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. Because it's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. And my name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, in in quarantine, quarantine, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of different listeners. Hot damn. Can you hear Squee snoring in the background? Squee snores. Little animal snores, Naomi. Yes. (laughs) It, it, It really just, like, crushes me. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's makes like your heart uh, so full. Yes. Yeah. I understand. I mean, yeah. So the feeling of being crushed, but it's like, you know, like uh, you ever see uh, one of those mob movies where they stick someone in the trunk of a car and then they crush the car at a junkyard? Yep. That's what squeeze little <laughs> snores do to my heart. It's so funny. Last night I was in bed and Primbly, uh, the other cat, he was like under, he was under the bed, like in one of the drawers. And I'm sitting and I'm, and I'm going to bed and he does this. I'm like, I knew he was under the bed. And then I realized I hear him snoring. Uh-huh. I can hear him snoring uh-huh. from inside a drawer. And I literally, <laughs> like, and I was about to go to sleep, and I was like, oh, my God, we're both drifting away. <laughs> we're both off in dreamland together. Morpheus, you've taken us both. <laughs> you guys, 
We have a wonderful, wonderful show today. This episode is so exciting. You have already heard the dulcet tones of our guest. Mm -hmm. Today, we are talking to and getting advice from Kirsten Vangsness. Hell yes. Who is also known in my heart as Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. You know how I am about Crimmy. This was huge. <laughs> Kirsten was so nice and so open. She also has a web series called Kirsten's Agenda, which is very funny and very lovely. She is just a damn delight. But before we get there. Before well, we get there, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. Hey, there's a lot to cover. We would like, look, both of us are science-based people. But Mabel right now is undergoing surgery. The yeah. moment, if you're hearing this, yes, Mabel is going undergoing uh, what they call a prophylactic mastectomy. Yes, yes, yes. She had uh, the she had a tumor removed, a mass removal, a couple weeks ago, and yes. they're like, uh, "This is uh, pretty malignant." Yes, two uh, kinds of malignant. Yeah, two. <laughs> there was it was two kinds. Yeah, of malignant. yeah, it was like a Reese's pieces of tumors. Yes. Oh, you got your uh, malignancy and my other malignancy. Yep. And like a Reese's Pieces, uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That's really what I meant. Reese's yep. Peanut Butter Cup uh, yep. of deliciousness. This is of uh, malignancy, yep. and so uh, she, so she's undergoing right now. So uh, send your well wishes out into the universe, folks. Yes, yes. Then Mabel makes it and recovers speedily. Yeah, so. but uh, but uh, last week. So yeah. last week was Alec Mappa on the show. Oh, wonderful app. We had some amazing questions that we answered. Mm-hmm. I would say some amazing answers. <laughs> And we got a lot of responses. So one of the questions was uh, a woman called us and she noticed that when she was going to the grocery store, weird uh, when when the receipt printed out, weird um, things that she didn't buy, she was getting coupons for. Mm -hmm. And it turned out her ex was using her reward card still. And it had been like a long time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, that they had been apart. So uh, this other person, though. Yeah. Hearing the advice that we gave, wrote us. And what did that other person say? Anonymous writes, I am laughing and cringing while listening to one of your recent calls about the grocery store rewards because I have been on the other side of this. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend and I were also together for about eight years. We got a paid membership at the local co-op, but it was in his name and number. It was a painful breakup and we're on better terms now, but don't speak often. After we broke up, I kept inputting his phone number at the co-op probably for about a year. Whew. Why did I do this? I am genuinely asking myself. I definitely wanted the co-op deals, and I think I felt sort of entitled to still get them since we got the membership together. In the back of my mind, I wondered if he got any alerts when I used the number, but I didn't think so. I think I justified it by thinking he would at least earn the rewards. Now I feel bad because any reminders of him were painful for me, and I hope he wasn't getting a reminder of me every time he shopped. I used his dad's Netflix for a year, too. Oh, God, I'm the worst. (laughs) Thanks to this caller for making the absurdity of this clear from the other side. And thank you both for the laughs every Tuesday morning. Oh, anonymous. Wow, anonymous. Thank you for your vulnerability. (laughs) Thank you for your bravery. And I'm very honored that we inspired you to look inward. (laughs) (laughs) But we also got a follow-up, Naomi. A follow-up from the person who wrote the question. I love this. Now, if you remember last week. Mm Mm-hmm. You, Naomi, and you, listener. Mm -hmm. Oh, everyone. The you is plural, Naomi. Yep. Now, if you remember last week, uh, someone wrote in saying that their boyfriend had had a wisdom tooth surgery. Yep. And had said it was not a big deal. Right. But then acted all hurt when she didn't treat it like a big deal. Right. 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 And she was worried, should I have treated it more a big deal? And we were all like, no. Right. Right. That he said, like, you have to take someone at their word. Exactly. Right. 
So Anonymous writes back. I think they were Anonymous. Hi, Naomi and Andy. I freaked out hearing you guys talk about this wisdom teeth conundrum. <laughs> Thank you for the advice. I want to give you an update. We broke up. <laughs> Shortly yes. after that situation, I started to see it was more than just the wisdom teeth and more of him thinking the world revolves around him. Mm-hmm. And I should drop everything I'm doing and serve him. Uh, insert eye roll here. I realized at that point he wasn't a priority in my life and also came to the conclusion that I couldn't see a future with him for multiple reasons besides just that one. (laughs) It also didn't help that he pointed the finger at me every time I brought up an issue with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm, mm -mm. After 2.5 years together, I called it quits and I have been so happy ever since. Wow. Took me about a day to get over that. (laughs) And that should speak volumes right there. Thank you again. Yes. What I learned from this relationship is never settle and know your worth. Hello. Quantity does not equal quality in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And don't feel the pressure of society, peers, and parents that you need to get married and have kids ASAP, especially in your mid-20s. Live your life, do you, and what's best for you. Well, my God. Anonymous, honestly, has become a therapist. Going through that experience <laughs> made her realize so much and sharing that all with us. That is accurate. Isn't it beautiful when you hear a question where you're like, the problem is them. The other Not, person. Yeah, the other person. The problem is them. And then the listener tells you, I got rid of them. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, beautiful. Beautiful. We were right. We mm-hmm. knew what was right. Yes, you got rid of your own tumor. <laughs> he was 12 kinds of malignant. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, Put that on a t-shirt. 12 kinds of malignant. I got rid of it. <laughs> um, so, uh, just really quickly, some housekeeping, guys. As you know, every Wednesday, 2 p.m. PST, Andy and I do a show on Twitch. And by show, I mean the two of us sit on the couch, talk through things. Andy does a bit. I rant about what I hate. It's a good time. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, you can we go to- call it group. It really is. It feels like uh, yeah. like uh, in this uh, quarantine. If you really want to get rid of those uh, quarantine purgatory blahs, yes. join us every yes. Wednesday, 2 p.m. on Twitch, twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. If you don't know what Twitch is, it's basically- YouTube for live shows. Yep. And mostly playing video games. We yep. do not do we that. We don't do that, but yes. we will answer questions from the chat. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah, please join us. And also, Naomi, don't you have a show coming up? Absolutely. Friday, April 2nd at 7 p.m. PST, I will be doing Comedy Crossing. That is a show where comedy meets Animal Crossing. I will be rendered as an avatar, you guys. <laughs> As I say my jokes, I don't know how it's going to go. Are you going to use the uh, the Nintendo Switch avatar I made you? Or do you oh, have to make a new one? I think I have to make a new one. My Nintendo Switch avatar, her hair is cute, but her lips aren't right. <laughs> uh, you were there. You approved it. I know. I know. But I've just second-guessed it. Uh, so that's what we got going on. Is that yeah. it? And of course, you know, T-shirts and all that stuff. There's link trees in uh, both our Twitter and Instagram bios if you would like T-shirts. And of course, MasksByDebbie.com. <laughs> Even though, you know, Vax is coming, we will still be wearing masks. And honestly, we need to make it fashion. Go to MasksByDebbie.com. I'm done now. <laughs> all right, roll it. I think my brand is I have no brand. <laughs> so... If you're looking for authentic, <laughs> then you're in for a good time. But if not, I'm sorry. Um, 
no, I'm going to talk about the fact that we are up in here day 314 in Quar, and you're coming through with a bang, with a blowout. You are still thriving in a way. You okay. have found a way to thrive. Number one, don't let anybody tell you that they're an introvert unless they've gone through a pandemic and they feel <laughs> as centered and okay as me. Oh, wait. Number two, you haven't seen the back. Number three, <laughs> I found this. Very, during pandemic, you know, you're alone. And so you, uh, I don't know what that thing is where I was alone now. Don't even get me started. Who dated a lot during pandemic? This you guy. did? So much. What? <laughs> what? Zoom dates. I became a professional Zoom date and found the love of my life. No lie. What? Okay, Andy. No, no this, lie. Okay, there is so much. I, I mean, I had very that's cartoon. That's a whole other thing. My eyes, like, oh, like a cartoon. Like <laughs> whole other thing. There is, you know, but you know how you objectify, like, you're in pandemic, so you're like, hello, friend. Hello. <laughs> so I I have gotten really, like, you think I'm kidding, but I've gotten very, like, I had so, to have things around me. You have stuffed so animals. So I did that with my blow dryer. I got real close with it because no one else is around. So I thought one day, like, we're going to learn how to do a bang. And okay. that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learned right, some right, things. Right, right. No. Yeah. That's what I wanted to happen. I was really had high hopes for myself. I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to go on Black Girl YouTube and like learn to do looks and give you braids and give you twists. Honey, I did twist that's, one day and was like, that's too much. No, my arms hurt. Uh, I'm not wearing I'm not wearing a bra and this has a chocolate stain on it. <laughs> and the only place I can wear it is right now. So right. we're okay. Well, okay, because you are coming to us with brawless realness, mm -hmm. talk to me about realness, real realness, brawless realness, realness. Um, realness. How talk to us about the process of Zoom dating and sort of how, like, what made you decide to do that, and like, how did you approach it? Okay, I will tell you. Very, I believe that the pursuit of partnership, however you perceive that, for me, for me personally. Again, I am an introvert. I do quite well in my own company, um, mm -hmm. like really well, really, really well. <laughs> I thrive in my own company. Like I remember, I'm ashamed to say this, and, and, and I do believe that these two things can coexist, that this is a horrible pandemic that has taken lives and, and is awful and should have never happened, and, and I don't wish it on anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean that yeah. from the bottom of my heart. You know, day 13, 14, before we really knew how long we were going to be in this, there were times where I was like, geez, I, I hope this isn't over really quick. I, yeah, the relief. I have things I need to do. Like, yes. and, and, and it's, it's weird, but, but um, so I've been quite fine in this mm -hmm. because, you know, of that. But again, I believe, and I'm sorry, I, I am very circuitous in the way I, I speak. So no, honey, I, take us on a I journey. Get look, look, take us on a journey. I get you. I'm feeling Thank your you. vibes as an <laughs> introvert myself who yes. also ha likes to take a long muddy walk yeah. to pay off mm -hmm. Valley. That's what we call mm -hmm. it. A long muddy walk to I'm pay off feel, Valley. I, I, I think you and I are resonating on the same wavelength. Okay, so, good. I'm please. very happy about that. I feel like, <laughs> Amy and Andrew, I found my people. Um, so, so, like, I believe that the I've, I've always been sort of a serial monogamist um, prior to this. I feel like I've mostly sort of, I had online dated once, which sounds bananas when you're <laughs> famous and even it sounded bananas to me, but 
this is this was Clark Kent. <laughs> they couldn't and tell I, with no glasses. I co-own. So I do co-own glasses off. I, and and I can say this with confidence because I'm I'm never going to online date again. So I can I can you know share this. I can spill this tea now, which is I just said I co-own a distillery. Not a lie. <laughs> I do. I co-own a distillery in Santa Ana called the Blinkale Distillery. When you're that specific about like this is what I do, I create stuff and I co-own this distillery. Nobody wonders. They go, oh, okay, that's what they do. Like. And so what? I just you would yeah. Google. You would literally Google. And well, then it would be like, there she is. That's not a distillery. You don't know, know someone's that. last name, right? When you're online. No, dating. and I, I didn't use my own name. I didn't use my okay. own name. Okay. Okay. Um, what was but, the name? And I did a whole bunch of other workarounds, which I will share because I feel like I could t- <laughs> teach a class on this now. And everyone uh, should know these things. So so I, I, I did. I online dated once uh, a few years ago and I actually met somebody. But it turned out it was one of those things where like I would have met them anyway. Like they were friends mm. of a friend kind of a thing. So and it was all very quick. So there was not really a lot of dating. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, uh, I do believe that this pursuit of primary partnership for me is a sign of health because I believe that mm. when you are with however you perceive partnership, whether you're with one person or if you could, if you can, I have too many people living inside of me that I'm <laughs> having sex with to then <laughs> add other people. Like that's, you know what I mean? That I'm managing. So uh, for me, I believe that that, you know, reflecting back with somebody else, it brings up your triggers and how your primary caregivers gave and withheld love and what you're going to choose to grow on, <laughs> mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. goes to hours of therapy. Right. Um, uh, so I, I went into it like, okay, well I was going to do this. And then this pandemic started and I had always dreamed for me, I had dreamed of only doing virtual dating when I had first <laughs> done it um, back the la- last time I'd done it. And I'd gone through this breakup. I was with somebody for about a year and we broke up Um. I, I remember go, like, like I'm gonna just try to get people to go on, like, uh, uh, Skype dates with me. I'll have a fake <laughs> Skype account. I already, and I highly encourage this. Even if you're not famous, if you are famous, you absolutely have to get yourself a Google Voice number. You don't give okay. your number. Mm-hmm. I learned this from somebody mm-hmm. one time, and and I have to know these things because they don't come to me naturally. Yeah, yeah. I don't come from. I don't come from. I, I was raised in the Central Valley of California, which is the red part of California, mm-hmm. very conservative. Um, I had a very tumultuous upbringing with a very unhealthy father. I was not raised with good boundaries. I was not raised to not be feeling like I wasn't property. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. I was very, um, it, it was a, not like, you know, I have a degree of privilege because I am, a, a, a white girl of, you know, at least like we had a roof over our heads and stuff like that. But some of those things that I think that I, I just, I had to learn mm-hmm. boundaries and like, this is my body. This doesn't, mm-hmm. you don't get, and you, it, but you're, you are you and access to you mm-hmm. is like a level of like gates that people get to cross. And yeah. if they mess up, they go back a gate. Doesn't mean you have to say, wizard, you shall never pass. But also, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it also yeah, means, yeah. like, you got to step back for a second. got to take a second. And I need those because I have had such wildly terrible relationships that have mm-hmm. really reflected some of the scarier parts of, of uh, one primary caregiver in particular. And um, we all come from who we come from. And we all have our bag of rocks. And I, by no stretch of the imagination, 
want to get into a who's uh whose childhood trauma dick is bigger but um uh because all of us i'm sure our dicks are huge right 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 that, well, they're all huge thing. to us they're all huge yes, to us and it they're all matter. huge and the prom queen cries if she doesn't get the pony and you know what i mean like it yeah, all size, is true size doesn't matter yeah exactly it's the wand it's not the magician right if you know nothing um so so i i uh i so i was like i'm gonna date because to me, everything is a spiritual practice. Can be, if you look at it in the right way, right? Damn, Kirsten, d- shit. It's true, though. It's true, Naomi. Girl, you're coming out with it. Tell it. Uh, tell it. But tell it's true. So dating is a spiritual practice, and you're not dating them. You're interfacing with yourself, with, like, the parts mm. of you that you don't either believe in or you don't want or you're afraid about happening. And I think that me... I. I have, I don't have the regular qualifications. Like people have like things where they're like, that person better have, I don't know, really wild things that people want. Like uh-huh. they want people to have jobs or like, <laughs> but I really learned like, oh my God, my standards are so odd and low and weird and strange. And then you're like, okay, I got to stop dating because mm-hmm. It's not the reflection. Something has to work here. Right. And then you go and you try it again and you're like, oh, look what I'm attracting now. Okay. This is different. This is different. Mm -hmm. And who I'm picking. What's an example of like an odd standard? Oh, gosh. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is true. I am not making this up one bit. So I, I am one of the girls that like, or people, whatever, that like, if I need to buy mascara, I will buy 45 mascaras because I can. Uh-huh. And then I can tell you which is the good mascara because I tried them all. Right. So I was on Bumble, Tinder, you know. Raya. I was on like a bunch. Hitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did not get accepted to Raya, my friend. Raya Excuse don't me? want me. No, Raya don't want me. seasons? I'm 15 too, seasons? I'm telling you the authenticity brand Disgusting. is not attractive. And also, you know, one thing about Ryan, the reason why I realized I needed to, to, to put it down, because every time I'd be like, you don't want me still? Like, uh, I realized, <laughs> I realized, though, it's very, um, it's, cl- classist isn't the word, but it's like, you're, you're basically, the pool is this big, because it's all the people who go to the same clubs, who go to the same mm-hmm. restaurants, who have, know the same managers, who know the same shorthand. You're in this pool. It's basically yeah. like, a, it's like highbrow Mm, you know, like <laughs> where where you're making a where, stank face right now. Where you, yeah, where you're having sex with your cousin, kind of a thing, and um, <laughs> and and so like yeah, and and also I'm we, so this is this is one of the places I was on. I remember, and I had to be like Kirsten. So one of the attractive factors that I found that this mm-hmm. guy was, and I'm bisexual, so I have dated, I have had. I have fallen in love with women. I have had long-term relationships with women. I've had long-term relationships with men. But um, this was a guy. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, <laughs> he lived in Bakersfield, which I took as a win because I, not <laughs> not that anybody should think, it, if you live in Bakersfield, that's great. Because to me, Bakersfield is a big town because I'm from Porterville and Bakersfield's big town. So in my mind now still, this was only eight months ago but you have to watch when you're looking at people online because if your emotional state or how you feel about yourself is it a dip you're going to be mining from that persona right from yes. that part of yes, you yes, right yes. so so this guy um lived in bakersfield in an apartment 
and he had pictures of himself and he had a I think he had his Instagram or something. So, so, and I was always pretty good about doing a dive into that. Mm-hmm. I appreciated, these are the things, Andrew, that were really important to me. I appreciated that his selfies he took, nothing but selfies. Now, some, if I was in a better state, I would yeah. be like, do you not have any friends? Do you not, whatever. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh-huh. that, that the selfies that he took, he didn't have like an sundry errant sock in the background i took that as like (laughs) that's that's the kind of consciousness of a person that i'm looking for (laughs) and then in one bathroom it was like an apartment bathroom like just a very modest apartment bathroom Mm -hmm. which i felt like yes this is the kind of i can have a conversation with this person like that and there's nothing wrong with that but it's also unreasonable to expect someone who like who goes after creativity and things and life in the way that i do so he had a whole bathroom done in like Batman and he was like in his forties. Um, and I took uh-oh. that as like a, that's good. And my friends were like, what's wrong with you? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, it's all. And my friend was like, so he went to target to the children's section and got a bunch of Batman stuff. Why are you treating it? Like, like, but it, you know, it's better than like having just like brown towels. And then I had like an, <laughs> a, a, an exchange with him. Cause we matched because again, come on. He's got an apartment. He has and Batman. A place to I don't, live. Maybe yep. he is Batman. So, um, <laughs> so Batman. we have this back and forth. And I, I say, I said, what do you do? You said in here that you, you like to write things. What are you writing? Oh, I'm writing a, a stage play and a radio play. And this. He lists like 12 things. And I'm like, mm. wow, that's really amazing. I, I write plays too. I, I actually just, I, I, I wrote, a, I wrote a play and I went to Scotland with it um, a month ago. Uh, and then he writes back something about like, it was so like diminishing. Yeah. And it's like, that's where you're like, okay, this is weird. Cause this is where I would have to tell you that like, I'm a celebrated playwright. <laughs> right. <laughs> Neil Gaiman says that my one person show is his favorite. And <laughs> you don't like, and I have had, I have hand to God. I have sat with my dear, sweet friend, Neil Gaiman while someone I was dating like went to the bathroom at dinner because he's checking him out and he said to me, What's what's wrong with you? And I think <laughs> I don't I don't know. Do you think he likes me? Do you think they like do you think she likes me? Kirsten, you have to stop I just I don't why well, don't I've never met so I have this weird dichotomy that I don't think is unusual with people and I certainly yeah. don't think it's unusual with feminine bent people, whether that mm-hmm. be women or men or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. it's that unusual to feel like sometimes like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then like, it just, the bottom falls out and you're like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I can't say that it never happens, but I've gotten to the point now where there's so much space around it yeah. that I can look at it instead of act upon it, which is different. Hmm. So that's what I mean by, 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 I, and there's tons of stories like that where I was like, oh gosh. But you know, when you agree to go on a date, especially this sort of format, I cannot recommend this enough. Now, pandemic, it's a no-brainer. If they're going to say no to doing this, then there's nothing right. to talk about, right? Right. They can't be trusted, but right. in regular life, this should just be the standard to me. It's like, okay, you look good on paper, whether that be I see you, you've, you know, you kind of can spell, um, <laughs> you, you've done something, you know, because I can't sometimes. So, okay. And there's some sort of rapport, but texting can be so tricky, so you yeah. never really know. And then... Now you want to get a voice. You want to get a voice. You want to put a voice to that. So then you have to kind of, and 
it's lovely when the other person does it when they go like hey here's my number that's when you whip out your what your Google, Google number. number. Yes, you don't yes, give yes, someone yes. your number number because then they have it and now it's access and nobody wants that. Yeah. So, and then you tell them, which I always, I would always say that. I would be like, hey, and just so you know, this is my Google number, not my real number. And if someone gets weird about that and doesn't understand, this is especially goes for feminine bent people. And I just mean that because feminine bent people tend to not be as physically strong. Um, and you're in a weaker situation sometimes. So if you're going to go on a date with someone just for fucking safety purposes. Right. Like mm. if they're going to be weird. About this is criminal worrying, minds, honey. This is what criminal minds you. taught Kirsten. Okay. You. you know, you got to give somebody a fake number. You got to protect I, yourself. You do. Naomi, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about someone chopping me up, but yes. I'm going to make sure that they can't. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Naomi yeah, is worried so, about that. I am. I'm always worried about being chopped up. LA you is just fucking sick. It's a sick town. We're okay. We're okay. There, there are more of us than them. Yeah, They're okay. Right. And if we learn nothing from it, it's that monsters are created by monsters. So if we're kind to each other, wow. then okay. we're all going to be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No That's triggers. Okay. Hurt right. monsters hurt monsters. That's right. That's right. Hurt monsters hurt monsters. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt right there. You love merch. Kirsten loves merch. I make yeah. I make three t-shirt ideas per episode. So. Yeah. Hurt monsters hurt two, monsters. Right. That's two, two um, more coming. Uh-huh. So, so then I would give them the number. And then you talk, right? You have like a yep. talking moment. Not long. Then then you put a face to it. Now, this is where the magic comes, my friends. A Zoom <laughs> date, a Zoom date, like we're having, we're basically, you guys, right now, we're having a Zoom date. Right. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're exchanging energy. It's right. probably, this is, is you know, is but we're, we're enjoying each other's company and that's all it is. And I used to take a, think of dates as like, I have to like give you my spleen and I have to whatever. No, <laughs> it's like 45 minutes of your life you're mm-hmm. in your own house you have to yeah. get dressed from here up yeah. you get to choose the environment you're in you're not taking time to park mm-hmm. <laughs> you've you've given them a finite bubble of time mm-hmm. and for that finite bubble of time they're your girlfriend like that's it like that's how i would yeah. see it like okay you're lucky you get me right now and and you get to learn like is someone choosing to you know turn that zoom on with with the computer on their lap while they're in their bed and all you see is like the blank wall of their headboard like in right, their right. and their chin doing that weird thing that all of our <laughs> chins do when, and you learn so much so quickly so it was really like clocking through and I was like it's a spiritual practice like everything else and I'm just going to treat it like a spiritual practice and I'm going to decide I'm going out with me I'm going to be the best girlfriend boyfriend lover that better than anybody else because I have to do that first anyway and that's what I want a reflection of and that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and and then you're just sort of checking off boxes and kind of going like okay that was terrifying like I went on a date with a guy that seemed cool he was like a chef and he was like doing all this stuff with giving money to soup kitchens and feeding the homeless and all this stuff I really liked about him and we're gonna have a zoom date and the thing pops up and there's a chair, like that chair you have, and a skull on top what? of the chair, but no person. Uh, oh, no. And again, the show I'm on, I'm like, yeah. <gasps> and <laughs> never once have we talked, you know, he'd asked me what I did, and I told, didn't tell him about that. I just sort some other things. And you'd have to have a reveal sometime. And it's yeah. also like, it's a little weird, but it's also like, it's not, it's not my dirty secret. It's yeah. just like a job. You know what I mean? It's, I'm an actor. That's what I do. And it's very vulnerable and can feel sort of shamey 
to date or something. And I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Like, it's weird, you know. And But it was important to me to date because I wanted to try on all different kinds of things and be like, mm-hmm. what is that? What is that? And, by the way, this is just me. When I say try on, I get too chemically addicted to people. So I couldn't uh, okay. fuck somebody. I can't fuck somebody uh-huh. unless I know yeah. I'm a like them because yeah. I will be chemically addicted to somebody 10 times faster than I will that they, and they could be terrible for me. Correct. And then I won't want to break up with them and I won't because it's it overtakes me. So, yeah, I am not that person. God bless anybody who is that person. <laughs> like, go with God, do your thing. But I would rather have sex with myself um, than do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so and then it was just like those weird things that happened. But anyway, have I said too much? No, wait. <laughs> no, I went back the, to the wait, skull on the chair. Yeah, that's, that's literally where I, I want to go back to the skull thing. Oh, that sounds so that happened. Nuts. And I went, and then he peeked his head out, right? Because it's Zoom, right? So yeah, you yeah, see yeah. this, and it was it was in like a his bedroom. Again, you learn so much. It's like yeah. all like peach and tan tones, and it was like a yeah. thin nubby hotel like bedspread you learn so much like you're a grown person right who has to make decorating choices and i need to see them to judge you and this is not (laughs) helping me or you so yeah then he peeks his head over oh and also i find it very offensive i went out of my way in in any time i online dated and i really think people should do this because eventually people are going to see you anyway like People are very inauthentic. I guess it's because of the world we live in now to show who they are. So, you know, people are posting pictures of themselves that are like three years old or five Mm -hmm. years. And I'm 48. I'm 48. So, uh, you know, that's just true. And I'm lucky that like (laughs) I'm a vegetarian or whatever, you know, so... And I do think your face relaxes when you have a good paycheck. You suddenly right. come out you're like, it's true. Everything is fine. It's true. You're like, I'm going to make you it. Suddenly, Whatever it is, yeah. I'm going to make it. You Every month you get the residual check. Right. Yes. Just like, it's, it's, like a, it's like moisturizer. Yes. Yes. An exfoliant. It's really, yes. It, it, it takes care of that. So, like, I'm aware of that. But, like, if someone is, in, like, in my age bracket, and I, you know, I've went out with people considerably, like, maybe 10 years younger than me or whatever. But he was around my age, but like I saw him and it was like, oh, you're a liar. That's the first thing you know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a liar. Like, right. you, you, or you, you don't know who you are. You're not authentic with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I have crazy hot pictures of myself. I'm not going to post those on, because if I can't maintain that, exactly. I mean, I, can, I have, yeah. I have pretty pictures of myself and pictures, and I'm not saying I don't look crazy hot sometimes, but like. If I can't keep myself in that exact thing, I'm not showing that on a, on a like, basically like, hey, which which rescue cat are you gonna pick out? <laughs> like, I so um, so he he got on the thing and we start talking, and he would bring up kind of like things like what he did and whatever, and I said, oh, and I, and then I tried to start dropping hints because he was. He was interesting and whatever. And it's like, okay, I might have a second date with him. I, I don't know, but I'll sort of bridge this and see how this mm-hmm. goes. So I kind of kept kind of offering like, yes, because I make things <laughs> also too. Like, and and then at Oh, you got an Etsy store? Cool. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, not but then at up. one oh point, God. no, at one point he just said like, well, like, of course, everybody knows who you are. You didn't think that? You didn't think I didn't know who you were? And it was like this whole thing of like, huh. he thought that I knew that he, 
And it was like, huh. it was the weirdest thing. He's like, that's why I did that thing with the skull. And it was like, oh, oh no. Weird. I didn't weird know and aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> and I am very, I am very much like, uh, I'm an earnest person. I'm a genuine earnest, for better or for worse. It's like that Brene Brown thing about being like the, being like the, you know, the turtle without a shell in the briar patch. Like, that's me. Like, and so it's really important. <laughs> that sounds for, like I a think band people like that. Short. I know, right? It does. It does. <laughs> I think it's really important, though, for people who feel that, like, I can't help it. Like, I'm just sensitive, and I'm, I am who yeah. I am, and I, yeah. I, I have always been this way, and I, like, I'm, I'm a weirdo, and I don't have to try. <laughs> it just is that way, and people are going to kind of treat me strangely sometimes and have all these ideas about me, which is fine, whatever, like, but it's important that I take really good care of, like, where I'm coming from. And everything like that with myself or those things just I can't be this um, plain spoken about mm -hmm. all of this with you. Um, be I can because like, oh, I've kind of come out the other side of it. And I I like, oh, there was a point to that. And I ended up meeting somebody and it was like, uh, oh, oh. And even if it blew up in my face now, I'm like, oh, I met like that's I bet the gold. I remember getting done with that date and being like going through all the people I was thinking about dating and culling <laughs> the herd. And it wasn't that like it wasn't that like that's it. That's the only person for me, which also I took as a good sign because I wasn't like just hard eyes. Go for exactly. it. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's the kind of person I want to go out with. I want to go out with someone who I have that I can have I can talk to. I feel like has their stuff together. I feel like is a, is emotionally available. There's a book that my therapist told me about called the, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's got these five principles. And I've used this, which is um, someone who would be a good family member or a good parent. That doesn't mean, I, I, I'm not going to have kids, but it means you're nice to waiters. That's how I take it. Uh -huh. like you, you'll be nice to someone who has less power than you. So someone that will be good with kids, even if they don't have kids. Someone that is emotionally psychologically and physically and spiritually responsible for themselves and tries to keep themselves like mm, they're responsible, responsible for, that for themselves is a good way to put that. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you far, know what two, I mean? So, these so are me so far. <laughs> yeah. See, good. You're good. You're good. Uh, number three is that when they get into an argument, they go as quickly back to love as possible, you know, okay. as quickly back. They don't so hold, they don't hold to, the darkness. Yeah. Trying to create a rift. Um, number four, I think was, um, number four was that they're committed to their own creative endeavors. And if they're not, that they truly and deeply support yours, mm -hmm. um, you know, or that, you know, both I think would be ideal. Right. <laughs> and I can't remember what number five is, but you know, but like, no, yeah, it's like you good. kind of, you kind of go through them and you make sure the key is you make sure you're doing that. And then you go, okay, now I demand that of other people and you mm -hmm. have to hit these. Oh, that there's an erotic charge. Okay, that's yeah, number five. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And 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 so it was like, oh, oh, that's what that means to tick all those boxes off and to feel met and to be like, oh, it's this cool cocktail of being like, I'm really excited about you and I also feel very secure. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, have you ever read um uh it's oh gosh, I have to remember it. I have to look it up. It's the best dating book ever. Ever. And it's um I like I've... it. It's a it's a black woman who takes I think all of them are women of color. I think they're all BIPOC. I think there might be one white woman in it, but all of them, she, all of them are sort of in different places in their dating journey. And this dating 
sexologist takes them through this journey basically of um, stuff and she really encourages them to like know yourself like do all of those attachment style um, oh yeah 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 things and all that and I read that book and I've recommended it to so many people um, and I'm looking it up right now I've recommended it to so many people it's called it's called the game of desire Ooh. I think it is and her name is Shan Boudram S-H-A-N and then her last name is B-O-O-D-R-A-M what and she wrote a book. Oh my god! I think I follow her on Instagram. Did she just have yeah, a baby? I follow, yeah, she just had a baby. Then I follow. Shay. I, don't, I didn't even know she wrote a book. Okay, I don't know her. I don't know her. I yeah. just I, I found this it. book, and Are I you remember guys saying that like J Lo. Huh? I don't. Oh, know I her. don't know. Her. No, you gotta say it like you gotta say it like my doppelganger Mariah. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't um, know her. I don't know her. Um, don't. Yeah, I think the book is called The Game of Desire. And I remember reading it and being like starting the book. And she, and it starts with like a date with some a girl who's going on a date. It was like, we tried all the things. We took her v- vaginal juices and put them behind her ear like perfume. What? And I was like, uh, this may be. Uh. But then the more I read it, I was like, this is so cool. And it's, it's really, um, I found it very like empowering and interesting. It's got a whole bunch of information in it. But um yeah, it, you have to treat it like school, and I'm. I, I hope I didn't again overtake things. I get excited. Clearly, I have. <laughs> can we well, go back to the uh, ear thing? <laughs> can, you, can you just imagine, like, like you know, you're like snuggling with someone, you go and smell their ear, and you're like, get. Well, I guess it's it's supposed to be. I mean, it's pheromones. Yeah. It's erotic, I would think. I don't know. Kirsten, I'm sex negative, so it sounds horrible <laughs> to me, but I understand how someone else could find joy in it. You know what Got I mean? It. Got it. Um, I do it for myself on the regular. Just to be clear, <laughs> but maybe that's because I'm like, bisexual. Am I here? No, am I feeling? I myself? will take my own vaginal fluids and I will like put them in places. Kind of like what's your face from uh, Saturday Night Live? Like the oh, <laughs> <laughs> Molly yeah. Shannon's Molly character. Shannon's yeah, character. Like Molly Shannon, yeah. I thought you were going <laughs> to say Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live. Okay, yeah, not a goop, yeah. not a full yeah. goop situation. Mary Catherine is that the name of the character? Mary yes. Catherine. Mary, Mary Catherine, Catherine Gallagher. That's right. That's right. Um, That's right. Okay, there's been we got so much, right. and yes. I feel like we need to just like go to a quick break so we can got answer it. people's questions. What do you think, Andrew? Because I feel sure. like I, I mean, feel like Chris is already giving us tea. You know what I mean? She's giving us a book list. She yeah. is telling us how to live. I, she is telling us how to create boundaries. She is telling us how to get a Google number. I, I, yes, let's take a break. When we come back, I got one more question. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles. Plus, lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple five stars please it'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously okay that's it we love you deeply now back to the show and we're back here's all right yeah. you said that you found the love of your life mm-hmm. did i miss i yes yeah, yeah I, no that was no, you I said did. that right that was said yeah. what was the what was the difference like what was the thing that clued you into this person that you're like oh, okay this is different from skull man or <laughs> Or like I said, I, I have Jr. gone, I have gone, <laughs> I have been in a lot, uh, not a lot of really, I really haven't been in that many. I'm a serial monogamous. So when I've had relationships, the shortest relationship I've had has been like a year. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, most of the time they've been back to back, you oh, know. Wow. Um, uh, what were you running from? Like, Why couldn't you be alone? Right. <laughs> it's true, right? <laughs> um, and then I was alone for like a year and a half. And, um, and. I think the difference was, okay, I must sound real strange right now. Get ready. <laughs> I created, like I said, I, I, I think it's important to be a good girlfriend, boyfriend person for yourself. It's like I created that relationship in my, for myself. And I would say, yes, me, but don't get me wrong. During this pandemic, especially prior to having the person that I have now, did I slow dance with a pillow listening to Luther Vandross? Yes. Yes, I did. Did I sometimes pretend and talk in a lower register voice to myself mm-hmm. about things when I felt like I wasn't being true? Yes, I did. And you can get mad at yourself and I would. I'd beat myself up about it and be like that's so stupid. But at the same time if it makes you feel better, who cares? Like right. no one's yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And if you can trick yourself enough and you're um you get that cascade of 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 hormones that you need to make yourself feel better in that moment i don't care what you do like whatever you need to do to get through the day and and i spent much of my childhood using my imagination in sort of big ways to handle uh unruly things and and so i'm i was good i'm good at that and i developed this sense of self that i i i think is really where i'm at now and when i met him he could go away tomorrow. I already have the internal structure of it. So mm-hmm. it was like, oh, you're a match to me. You're, you're, you're here, and I'm so appreciative you're here. And I'm so excited about it, and it's really fun. But you could go away tomorrow, and I know that I'm okay. I don't want him to go away. Like, I'm mm-hmm. s- I, like, I want him to stick around, and, and he feels the same way, and that's great. But um, – I think it was that, and it was just the sort of ease, like the mm. that kind of um, like I think that there there has been that regular chemical addiction that happens when you first meet somebody, but not in like um, 
that the other bit is also there. And I don't feel, I just feel like myself. My friends have, have uh, you know, we've had far away, you know, outdoor yeah. wave at each other, uh, friendship time. And they've met him. <laughs> and their takeaway has been like, you're yourself. You're just yeah. Kirsten. Yeah. And, and um, I, like I said, I'm kind of, I'm earnest and weird. And I've, I've had relationships where it's like, um, out in public, it's one thing. And at home, it's almost like I needed the person to create drama because if they, if they create the drama, then I never have to face how sometimes I don't like myself. Right. They're doing it. And I can kind right. of say like, look, and now is it disturbing sometimes that like he's, you know, he's, he is who he is like mm -hmm. consistently and that <laughs> means that i have to deal with my own oh yes. the call the call it's, is it's coming, coming from, from inside, inside the, the house, house. Yes, that's true. yes okay this was like literally one of the things i remember saying about andy because he andy is very self-sufficient and even yes. now like we've been together almost 11 years <gasps> and like andy for the most part will just kind of like he'll kind of like handle himself and then yeah. maybe tell me about it do you know what i mean like he's like oh yeah yes. i'm struggling with that and now it's done and i remember at the t at initially being like, I it was I it was hard because I was like, holy crap, this person is like not. Do you not love me? Why aren't you asking for me? Why are you whatever? But yeah. I realized I was like, this is good for me because it's gonna force me to handle my shit because I cannot get in his life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's not my job. Like the way you can use somebody to keep you busy, basically, just like yes. your your mess, your drama, your whatever keeps me busy, and then yeah. I don't have to deal with the fact that you know, I only eat brownies as a meal and hate yes. myself. Yes. And it was like, he was like, I'm busy writing, so you might want to handle why you hate yourself. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it was just, it had to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. I, yeah, but I do want you to handle those. It's not that, yeah, I, it's I not that I'm like, that. it's not that I'm sitting here and being like, yeah, whatever she does. I don't know what this voice is. I got a skull on my chair. Hey. <laughs> but what? Old no, you weren't detached, yep. but I'm saying, like, I could not use you as an excuse for not dealing with me. Right. Even in a relationship. Because right. you, yes. again, because you're a very self-sufficient person. So um, it was like, and I was like, oh, you still like me, though. Because, see, I took that self-sufficiency to mean he's not that into me then. Like, yes. Remember, you know, like, one, it's very stupid. But, like, one time you got sick. Not bad sick, right? But it was something where I was like, I'm going to bring him soup. And I'm going to come around, first of all, Kirsten. I don't know if you ever lived in New York, but I lived in Harlem and Andy lived in Greenpoint. That's so far. Mm -hmm. Yes. Three trains. Any time I was choosing to go to his house, that was a lifestyle. That was a full on like that is your evening or that is your weekend day. And so I'm calling and then he doesn't call me and I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. And then like I show up after work. Lord knows I got my own shit to do. You know, that five, six hours you get after a after your day job. Yes. And then I get there and I'm like. Andrew, like, and I'm like, and he like comes to the door and he's like, yeah, I didn't feel well. He's like, you don't need to do anything. He's like, you don't have to, like, he's like, I appreciate it, but that's not like, I need that. And it's that. very disturbing, I think, because we spend a lot of time being like, okay, in those other relationships or just by ourselves, I do this a lot of times. Okay, if I was more this, I was more that, if I did this better, if I did this they'll they'll be better or then they'll love me or then whatever yes. and when you when someone is just like oh no i like you like this you're yeah. like yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> what exactly. like and i had a whole thing about it at first like i was like he's kind and he's handsome <laughs> and literally this is hand to god hand to god i had a thing i told my friends i was like 
I think he's a spy. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, I think he's a spy. And they, he said, why, what, what is he spying on you? Talk me through this. And I was like, I can tell you right now, and you're going to think it's crazy, but it makes sense to me. Okay, he's in a room with a bunch of other very attractive people. He sees, they see me living my life, right? Living my best life, but like outside of the box, trying to make things. I'm doing this YouTube show that a good 400 people are watching now, and I'm trying to change minds, right? I'm trying to massage the red state people toward, toward the light. I'm trying to brainwash them in the good way. And the Russians know about this. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they see me on Tinder because they got a flag on me. And it's like, boop, boop, boop. And they bring him in because he vaguely, he vaguely gives off this kind of Simon Labonte vibe. And they know that that's my kryptonite. And they swoop him in. And they, they sit him down. And they put headphones on him like an undercover brother. And they uh. pump information about me. You know what I'm talking about? They, they, pump, they pump Kirsten info into his head. So that when I meet him, he's ready to go, and it's just, that's what it felt like. And I was like, it can't be that he just likes me and that we're good for each other. It's got to be right. he's a spy. That's more uh, logical. I just need to point out that you're the first white person I ever met who mentioned Undercover Brother. And I it's, love that about you. It is on my top you. five. It is, everyone, if you have not seen Undercover Brother, I've got two <laughs> movies that people don't watch enough. One is Undercover Brother, and one is... SpongeBob SquarePants one and two, two <laughs> is it, it is it is art. It is it turns its head on thing. I love it so much. But Undercover Brother holds up. It's I so would funny. argue it is better so now. I mean, especially during during the Trump presidency. But like it holds up, especially right now. I I, I can't recommend it enough. Such yeah. A it's very funny. And it's to me, I call that Neil Patrick Harris's true comeback. You know what I mean? Oh, like everyone's like, yes. I met your mother. I was like, honey, did you <laughs> see him in Undercover Brother? Undercover that Brother. Was him at his, at his best. Um, oh, my God. Andy, do you have a – are you ready with some I questions? Do. I am ready okay. with a number of questions. <laughs> so we get them over uh, Gmail, Instagram, Twitter, voicemail. This first one, okay. uh, Anonymous. Oh, I love when it's Anonymous. I have, I have to follow you guys on the Instagram. I Anonymous Didn't from Instagram. Come hang out. Come hang yeah, out. I you want to see pictures of us and our pets. <laughs> Who doesn't? That's mine. So, yeah. Water's fine. Okay, Anonymous, go. Uh, hey, y'all. Love the pot a bunch. So I have an issue. Love I'm it. getting married and my best friend is, uh, well, was my maid of honor. <gasps> I just had my bachelorette party and she, of course, came. Uh do, do, uh, came to legit the whole weekend she did not wear a mask and did not <gasps> even make it seem like catching COVID was a big deal. Oh, so fast forward no. two weeks after my bachelorette party, about a month before my wedding, she randomly texts, now that's all in capitals, <laughs> texts me and says she's not coming to the wedding because she doesn't want to get COVID. Now I completely understand that she's coming from out of town and stuff, but I'm like wondering if she... Never planned on coming in the first place. She hadn't bought her plane ticket or her dress. We haven't talked since she sent that text, which is also huh. why I'm upset. She didn't have the decency to call me. Right. And, uh, and we FaceTime all the time. So I guess my question is, am I tripping? <laughs> That's my question. No. Am I tripping? Am I tripping, question mark? Or am I just being selfish because I wanted my best friend next to me on my wedding day? Also, how do I... Okay, here's the diff more difficult one. How do I move past this? Right. Because I feel awkward and I don't really know what to say. Uh, uh, usually we start with a softball. This is uh, kind of a softball, but uh, I... You don't have to be Angela Lansbury to figure <laughs> out that 
Right. She does not want to come to your wedding. Right. 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 Because the but, actions are showing that. But at the same time, here's something I've been thinking a lot about as we're older. You know, when we are uh, little kids, when we're teenagers especially, and I think women especially, or as you would say, female bent, we will s- talk about our feelings. We will say, meaning with our friends being mm-hmm. like, you hurt my feelings. You made me mad. You may go silent treatment for a week or be a little bitch in the cafeteria, but eventually you know what's up. And I feel like as we get older, we all get into our individual lives. We stop telling people what we feel. It's more like, well, you're an adult. I'm an adult. Do what you're going to do. And I think the thing is, no matter how old you get, you still have to tell people how to treat you. That is true. You still and have I, to tell them, I never, like, I got a hurt feeling. Yeah, I never figured out that I was an adult. So I still, to this day, do that. I think I do it in, um, I think to say to somebody else, what is this? I just read this in a thing the other day, and I've been thinking about it a lot. You can't, um, you can't talk to someone who believes their own lies. So she can't go to this this friend and say these are the things you're doing wrong yeah also someone who's being judged i heard this on a different podcast um (laughs) someone who's being judged they they are you can't influence them and judge them at the same time it just can't happen Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's like you but you can say what my therapist calls undeniable truths so you can say to somebody when i saw that you're not going to come or when you weren't wearing a mask at the thing. So you're giving a factual statement. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. I felt pressure in my chest. Whatever you feel when you're angry. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. not talking about what you thought or what it means or whatever. I felt pressure in my chest and I felt fill in the emotion. Right, right. And you'd be surprised. I'm always surprised because clearly brevity is not my forte. <laughs> giving space for people like... Don't give them, you know, like, don't make them thirsty for your words. Don't make them, like, then things like that, you give a few sentences and you lob the ball and now we're in friend tennis and it's her job. You get to see what she lobs back because it's not just a one-off of like, you know, I said, this sounds like a little game of of tennis. Right. Well, right now it feels like she's playing handball with a wall. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, yeah, you need yeah, to be yeah. in tennis. Cause it's like, it's so true. It's like she texted you, which was already like, I get that. But now you have to say something to her. A la, like, you know, when you said you weren't coming, I was really disappointed because well, people I would argue that disappointed. You think disappointed that's is not a feeling angry, sad. If we're going down, like I was deep bummed. Into feelings. Yeah. Like, would you, but like yeah. you say it not in a, like, or say, a, or, but, but, but what Kirsten was saying was like, the whatever that like the the literal the thing that in my therapy I, I have been instructed to do which is pay attention to the physical feeling in the moment mm-hmm. and that's what you're saying is like when when uh you texted me i felt um raw rawness in my throat yeah <laughs> or, or not whatever. in my stomach what? yeah. or but, not but, in my stomach but then wouldn't the, but then if i was receiving that information then my response would be like so what does that mean you see what I'm saying? Like, I would no, want to know no, what I would the say, not I would say, to you. I felt, no, you also say that. Like, I felt pressure in my chest and mm-hmm. I felt very, what I'm saying about disappointed is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use, we use, language is very valuable and I think people don't realize how much we smuggle in with words. Mm. And disappointed, you can smuggle guilt into it's that. It's a judge. Word. Uh-huh. I see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see so sad. I'm not saying yeah. you don't judge her because we're all judging yeah, yeah, yeah. her. Just to be clear, <laughs> we're judging her harshly, your friend. Um, but like, 
But if you want to have a conversation with her, right, you're going to go with angry, sad, mad. What's going to be fascinating is what we all do. I don't know about you, but if someone says to me, you you did this and I felt angry, I just, I usually get like, well, you did this and I got angry. You know what I mean? It's Right. Then you want to win it. That Now you're in an argument and it's like, well, I want to win it. So I'm going to rob something at you. Gay- Gay Hendricks, who is a very, I love him. He's a, he's a psychotherapist. He wrote a book called The Big Leap. He says that arguing is, is, is competing for the victim position. Oh, oh honey, damn. that's a word. Damn. That is a word. Okay. Damn. Kirsten is now the therapist in residence for Couples Therapy Pod. Okay. <laughs> because, and then every it's week. It's just that I know all the different slogan. ones. Yes. Yeah. That is a it's, word in a mood. It is. Because I remember <laughs> arguments. I remember up until, I don't know, four or five years ago, arguments were like, uh, death tournaments right they uh-huh. were they yes even like because I, I i remember certain um arguments where like partway through i would realize i was wrong and i would be like shit well i can't admit i'm wrong i still have to i still have yeah. to uh fight this uh this, yeah. uh this gladiatorial combat out yeah. right yeah to the death yeah. Yeah. yeah and then i would just pivot and then eventually i would just exhaust my opponent, uh, opponent <laughs> friend, my lover, family member, yeah. <laughs> opponent, opponent. Yeah. Uh, until like, you know, uh, five years uh, uh, where it's just like, I realize I'm wrong and I'm like, fuck. And I go, okay, I'm wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you, Naomi, uh, you, you know this now, but like when you hear me go, ah, shit, in the <laughs> middle of an argument, you, that's me like, all right, I'm wrong. Yeah. And now it's just fun. And then you just start laughing at yourself. But I mean, I think that's the whole point. We're saying all this too to say it's like, that answers your second question, which is how do I move past this? Mm-hmm. Until you have a conversation where you get to say how you felt, you're not going to move past it. And the past, it doesn't mean y'all are cool again, necessarily. The past, right. it means you said what you had to say and you know where that. And as a result of you saying what you have to say, you know where that person stands. Yeah. And it's back to those boundaries. You know, boundaries aren't walls. They're like how we protect ourselves. So this person is your best friend. That means that they, they have a lot of access and, and that doesn't mean that you don't talk to her, but maybe you don't. Best friends are the people you rely on and you rest on, and that's a soft place to land, and this might not be uh, that place right now. Right, right. That person can't, may not be that place right now. It's so true. It's like, and it's like, but yeah, it's like, no, you're not crazy. It's like, you're, you, it, it sucks when somebody you really value, you know, and want to see you on a special date doesn't choose to show up. That doesn't make uh-huh. you cray. But if they're there and she's got all this drama, she's going to make the special day not special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a production. Totally. Totally. But also, because at first I thought she was literally going to be like, she didn't wear a mask, and now she's saying she can't come to my wedding because she has COVID. It's like what I thought yeah, it was like, going to be. She should yeah. yeah, But I was like, yeah. but I'm like, okay, something else entirely. Uh-huh. Uh, and well, I clearly this is also that girl projecting her own behavior. She probably wasn't wearing a mask, wasn't taking it seriously. Now she probably... God forbid, has someone in her life that got very sick, hopefully is still, you know, around. Oh. But mm-hmm. like, and now is like, oh, I'm not the problem. Because people who do shit like that have a hard time taking self-responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so now it's everybody else. They better mm-hmm. not act like me. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's on her journey, honey. Bless her. Why don't we do a voicemail? Oh, I love a voicemail because then I get to hear where you're at emotionally. So I'm always going to say you should call in 323-524-7839. This is exciting. Hi, Andy and Naomi. This is Dana. I called yesterday on Christmas Day. Now, it's the day after Christmas. I have had ample time to reflect, try to figure out what the 
brick is my real question. So, always been queer, had relationships with men and women, had a relationship with my ex-husband, 12 years, we have two kids, they're teenagers, we separated five or six years ago when I fell in love with Suzanne, my current partner. I am 47, she is 65, we are very happy, and I have always considered myself to be bisexual. I am attracted to men. I like men. I am attracted to women. I like women. I, she is very threatened by that, and she's Irish, and she's always kind of putting me down or saying that bisexuality is not real. Uh I feel like it is very real. I want to live in a way that makes me really happy sexually, emotionally, and otherwise, and I'm scared that if I keep bringing it up and talking about it, she and I are not going to be able to stay together because he's a bit more, um, I don't know, not as adventurous sexually as I am, and she also gets really threatened when I talk about attraction to men. So what can I do to help get both of our needs met? I adore you guys so much, and um, I hope that you're having a wonderful day. Oh, my God. I love Kirsten, her. we I, didn't even know. We didn't even know I'm so you were excited. I feel like question. I feel like I'm, I can, I'm, oh, first of all, I love this. I love her love. I love all of that. I, I don't want to interrupt you guys. No, no, no. no I was no, just saying, no, I was like, that, I was like, we had no idea. You know, I'm like, that's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. question for you. As I I rema- okay. My first thought is it's two separate things. Mm-hmm. I have, there, there was a time in my life, uh, not that, you know, a while ago, but I, I sort of burnt myself. I, I realized that I, I'm not built for Polly. The idea of it is, is very attractive <laughs> to me, but, um, I'm just not, like I said, the same way in right. that, like, I can only do, like, one right. person. You're attached. Now, you get to it chemically yeah. attached. You can't. Now, that's that? just me. Now, mm-hmm. do not get me started. My sex life is, and I totally understand that. I do that myself. Like, the invalidating of, I used to not think I was bisexual because when I fell in love with a woman, it made so much sense. Everything just so clearly resonated. I was like, oh, and everybody in my family was like, yeah, we knew that. We knew you were lesbian. <laughs> we knew it. And it was like, oh, and everything made sense and it was there and okay and I got it and my life's moving on. And it's very disturbing and feels uh, gross and almost like you're, oh my God, like there's heterosexuality on me and I didn't know it. Like, <laughs> and you want to clean it off and it's awful and, and whatever. And I had to, and this has been years in the making that like, I've processed through, I remember doing a podcast, uh, the coming out pod, and uh, one of the women is Bi and Polly, so she's married, and she also has a, a long-term girlfriend, they're, you know, she they've got their setup, mm-hmm. um, and very committed to both of those partners, and really likes it that way, and another woman on the podcast, lesbian, and I was saying, I never feel gay enough, I said, I, you know, I only know how to have queer sex, because I'm queer, and I'm always in the room when the sex is happening. So it's always going to be queer sex. Like, I don't know how to prove to somebody else mm-hmm. how to validate how how on my Kinsey scale I am. You'd have to go inside my brain. But I know if you hook me up to a 
polygraph test, it's not going to be like, uh oh, she really is straight. Like, that's <laughs> never going to happen. But, like, does it invalidate it when I'm with a man? Every time I say, oh, I dated a man, I, I clock myself because I'm like, did I sit? They don't know how many times I've dated women. They don't know how many mm-hmm. long-term relationships. So that it, I need to make sure it's somehow like it's an even scale and that it doesn't huh. matter. It doesn't right. matter if you've never once kissed a woman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you've never once kissed a man. It's no one's business. It, it, it's about your private sexuality and how it expresses itself. But in this podcast, that when we were talking, I said, I never feel like I'm a good bisexual because <laughs> – like, I'm always with either a man or a woman. You know, that's been my life. And I haven't been with enough women, you know, to really feel like I'm a good bisexual. <laughs> and the woman, uh, uh, one of the women said, I don't feel like I'm a good lesbian because sometimes I get very attracted to stereotypically feminine straight girls. You know, like she said, uh, like the girl from Gossip Girl, the lead from Gossip Girl, whatever her name is. Blake um, she like. Yeah, she said, I have a crush on Blake Lively. It invalidates me as a lesbian. And the bisexual girl said, the bisexual girl said, I don't feel like I'm a good bisexual because I get to have both at the same time. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we all do this because we all have this ideal woman inside of us that's rattling around. When you put two women together and we have our ideal women that tell us who we should be, and then it's getting pushed out who that person should be. It's it's more than just what I'm hearing in this conversation. What is her name? This woman? Dana. Dana. What I'm hearing Dana's conundrum is is the invalidation of bisexuality, which just means that her partner needs to educate herself if she doesn't right. yeah. understand that like all of us do. And I think that Dana needs to educate herself so not so that she can defend herself, but so that she can feel at peace and 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 that she's valid. How she's showing up is valid. Mm-hmm. And then it's a whole other situation, the poly thing. They're not mutually exclusive. I want to, there's plenty of times that I've wanted to have sex with someone of the opposite sex. And I am with somebody and I choose not to do that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I right. don't want to. And that's on me. And that's how I want to do things. Because, and, 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 and I've, have very gently tiptoed into the like, okay, I'm going to make out with this person and make out with that. And it's like, and have that on the side. It's too, for me. Right. It's yeah. too right, much. Right, right, Too much work. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very complicated lifestyle. It's not just, if you want to do it ethically and, and so that everybody's on the same page, mm-hmm. because you really stir up a lot, a lot of emotions when you, mm-hmm. when you are being sexual with someone in any way, whether that's you're eating ice cream sexually or whether you're sticking your fingers inside of orifices, you know, (laughs) that there's a lot there and, Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's great, but it's like, it's a choice. Like if, but like her reality, which I think is okay. Your reality is you want to, you want to be poly. That's real. That's real. That's what you want. And that's okay. Like, and we have to discern like, what do we want? And if you are very happy with this, with this woman and that's a deal breaker to her, you know, and I don't know, like, I, I think of Dan Savage always saying, like, love is not a deposition. Like, mm-hmm. so does that mean that you go do your thing? But that's not really being, that's the whole ethical thing about it. Are you trying to go be poly and not hurt your partner's feelings? Because that's impossible. Yeah. But right, it's not your right. job. It's not your job to, it's not our job to, like, I promise all of my actions are never going to not hurt you. But right. you can be kind and 
you know, follow your bliss and hope that that person does too. But it's also not your job to say, I should be able to do whatever I want and you should just want to stay with me and be happy. Exactly. Right, right. Yes. right. Exactly. You, exactly. I mean, the one thing I, I mean, because, I mean, you said it all. I, I think it's all right. The one thing I, I feel like I don't like is, is, is when Dana says that Suzanne belittles bisexuality. Yes, I did not like and that And now either. she feels threatened. Yeah. I was like, that's the kind of stuff where, you know, again, when you're like, she needs to educate herself. It's like, girl, you're 65. Y'all been together. She's been with you over five years. She should have done that. I know. Do you know what and I mean? And you know, and to be that, honest, I like, as I sit here and have the conversation, my internalized homophobia sides with her partner a little bit sometimes. Like, as I huh. hear it even, there's a part of me that goes, oh, yeah, it's invalid. And I have to be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you know, and I think that that's all of us. You, you, you do have to be aware of that. And it goes back to what we were saying, like, um, if 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 she's strong in herself yeah. and secure in herself, then then um, you don't need your partner to in- you can realize that you're invalidating it yourself. So please, please, first, I would say, just make sure you're not invalidating yourself. Right. And you're really soothing yourself about that and not it, not looking for your partner's approval of your sexual expression. Although I agree, that's that's not a, a that's not a. That's not a, a that that would be weird if I that felt needs like to be, no, that needs to be worked out is what I would say. Yeah, yeah. That needs to yeah. be worked out. Like yeah, that's the thing. For sure. I'm like, no matter what, especially because it's like this part is part of your identity. So if someone, yeah. there's one thing to be like, you make fun of me because I eat peanut butter straight from the can. Yeah. Can, can of peanut butter. I don't know how it comes. I know what you're um, but, but Naomi's so rich. She doesn't <laughs> even know how peanut butter <laughs> Like, she gets she the pop-top yeah. peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. her pop what, top. comes in a six-pack? How is that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How much is a banana? $10. Why do I keep using this voice? <laughs> but, um, so I'm like, it's not that. Like, that's like one thing to be, it's like, no, this is a, like part of your identity and this person feels, yeah. like, you know, saying this isn't real. Like, you obviously, like, make sure you believe it's real, but it's also like, you don't, you don't need to put up with that. No. You may and want to. I'm wait. telling you, you don't have to. Yes, and it was beautiful. You know? Your question was so beautifully set out. But like when you when you unwrap it, it's like a matryoshka doll, and there's a couple <laughs> of different issues. It's not just this is the one issue. It's it's the way your partner is making you feel about this thing. It's that your partner feels scared about the polyamory. Yeah. Your partner is invalidating your bisexuality. It's that you're not sure if it's okay that your partner is invalidating your bi- like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of different things that need to be separately addressed that are getting kind of lumped. All, into all one together. issue. Yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah. if for Suzanne, if there's, um, I wonder if there's some element of fear. I wonder, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know, like, what it obviously is to be 65. But, like, I imagine <laughs> there's, like, if you're in a, like, healthy relationship, like, they've been together, what did she say, for five years? Yeah, or she said like five that? years, I think. Uh, and you are, uh, you're uh, in the uh, the back nine of existence that <laughs> perhaps you, you're like, I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to have to find someone else. I yeah. thought this was going to be it. This huh. is the person. I mean, I or the, the flip side of it, we don't know. She could just be like the crazy hot Susan Sarandon. I'm going to live until I'm 206. <laughs> and True. she's like, I could go get anybody I wanted. Yeah. And I'm choosing to stay with you. You know what I mean? I'm seeing, right. I'm seeing the take me or leave me uh, song in rent. Uh-huh. Yelling at oh, yeah. That like, feels very right. Um, but like, I, I, so we don't know. But I hear what you're saying. I, I do think that there's a, I think anytime we try to say like you should just want me and you should just look at me and you should just be with me and you should never think about someone else, it's a little starvation economy. It's a little bit being like 
if you go look at somebody else, th- th- it's like instead of abundance economy, like there's plenty, right. there's always going to be plenty of you for me. Um, but you know, that's a, I, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not 65. And I, yeah. I, I think if someone said to me, but that's, and that's not because I'm a good person or like that. It's, it's like, I, I just, <laughs> you know, I have been asked to go on a date with two people and I've been asked to like, you know, on the dating world, anybody who's online dated knows that like, there's a lot of polyamory relationships out there. Hmm. There's some really cool people that it was like, you seem really cool, but that would mean that that would be the thing I was signing up for. And right. I, 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 that's, you know, I don't know, like that's, but I hear what you're saying. Like someone who's more set in their ways because they've been on the planet longer. Or it's just insecurity. Like no matter what it comes right. from, like regardless yeah. of her age, it's like she's just, it's, it, it makes you feel insecure. And like, I get that. Like I, you know, insecurity is my jam. Um, but it's like, you <laughs> know, I would get that feeling of like, oh, I don't want to feel like, you know, cause yeah. I think some people always feel like, well, if you like another gender, that means that there's something in me that's not enough. Like I'll yes. never be able to do blank for you. Or and you it's sort must of like, not want to be with me and this is a right. gateway drug to get out. This, that's what I mean. Exactly. It's like, that's what that all is. Or, you know, that's what mm-hmm. it, part of what that all is or it can mm-hmm. be. That it's like, okay. And that's like, that is on Suzanne to work out. Right. To be like, I am enough. We are happy, you know. But at the same time, again, if Suzanne's like, I don't want to share you, it's like, that's also, it's like, okay, I hear that's that. Valid. Then you have to make yeah. a decision. Right. Then, then What's, what, what is decision. worth well, more? Well, they both make you. a decision. Exactly. Exactly. I think that there are some books to read and there's some therapy to go to. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And there's a lot of kindness and gentleness because this is conversations. Conversations, I feel like we all do this. Like we get too scared of even having the conversation because it means it's going to happen right now. And it's not. You know what I mean? People should be allowed to have the freedom to talk and to dream and to posit things and not feel like that means it's happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and so I would say give yourselves a lot of gentleness because it's a, it's, it's a hot, both of them are hot button issues clearly in the relationship. Yeah, 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 definitely. Whew, that was a good one. That was a good mm-hmm. one. Thank you, Dana, for calling in. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I live yeah. for a voicemail and I understood that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you're wonderful. I like you and Suzanne. It was funny when you said Suzanne was Irish and I thought something was going to happen with that. It was just like, she's Irish. And she makes fun of that. She was painting us a picture. I didn't know if it was like, because she's Irish, she is like, she's like a roaster. Like, she's like jabbing at me. Maybe she has a hot accent. Well, then that would be, yeah, that's why I have to stay here. important to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kirsten, thank you so much. Oh, this was a real pleasure. For just being so open. You came really with an open heart and a loose butt, which is like all we could ever ask for. Yeah. Thank so you did so, you guys, so, so it's easy. It makes it easy. Yeah. You're the best in the game. Okay, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head-on. 